Hello, and welcome to Winter Faith with Frazier. I'm your host, Andrew Frazier. This is a podcast that teaches that deep doubt is a part of authentic faith. In this podcast, I will explore the journey of faith, grief, and loss. Let's get into it. So, this is episode 31 of Winter Faith, episode 31, and I am calling it Ministry to the Homeless. So as some of you guys know, listening out there, guys and girls know, um, I minister and work at a homeless shelter downtown, and during the winter season when it's uh, 32 degrees or lower, uh, we have emergency overnight services, and there's not we're not the only shelter that does that. There's other shelters that do that, but sometimes, uh, even though we have bring in extra people for emergency overnight services, uh, we still have people who um, are unable to come into the program for various reasons whether they are on a uh, sexual offender list or whether sometimes we just don't have enough room. We try to fill it to capacity, and we do fill it to capacity, and and then we have to turn away people at times. So I want to talk about one of my experiences. I had a a man come to the front door. It was probably about 20, 29 degrees outside or so, and had a man come to the gentleman come to the front door, And as I was um, talking to him, I knew that it was probably going to be a difficult conversation. I had offered him um, food, only a bag lunch, nothing too impressive, but uh, a bag lunch is is what we had. And offered some gloves and and socks, Um, get a lot of donations of socks. But uh, unfortunately, I was not able to give him a place to stay that evening. So he was um, yelling at me, a lot of anger. Um, He says, you know, if I was, or if he he was white, I would, you know, I would help him. He says, I only believe in uh, the white Jesus. Says uh, a few other things, well, many other things. Very angry and uh, walks away and leaves. Now, when he walks away and leaves, I'm, I'm at a, a point of tears. I, you know, I'm very emotional. I do feel bad that we can't offer him a place to stay, but I'm also feeling pretty terrible because of how he treated me and, uh, you know, not feeling great about that. Uh, I'd never seen this man before, interacted with him, and this is not something that happens every day. Um, I would say this is pretty, I would say this is pretty rare, kind of a extreme example uh, where most of the time people understand if you're full, you're full, and they know that, that that's part of it, um, but um, not everyone is as willing. I can feel myself just, even just talking about it, talking through it, that it's still, I guess, difficult to process. But this is part of my job. Part of my job is is saying when when we don't have room, we don't have room. And when I think about this situation of my emotions, how I was feeling, 
pretty sad and pretty stressed. Uh, how he was feeling angry and how he might have been hurting that day. I don't don't know a lot of his story, but I'm sure his story is has a lot of pain and a lot of hurting in it just from my interaction with him. And this, you know, when I when I think about my own life being uh, a person who has a house, being a person who has a job, being a person that has never been homeless, I've never stayed a night um, living outside, that I, in fact, have some of the same characteristics that he has, oftentimes dealing with my anger, with my emotions of the world, oftentimes hurting and uh, being hurt or, or being angry. But I don't think, you know, hurting or angry is the best way to describe it as much as broken, that whether we are homeless or not homeless, we still have brokenness in our life. Whether we have a job or don't have a job, we still have brokenness in our life. And that, you know, we live in a broken world. I do think the world we live in is a good world, but I do think it is a broken world and, and has a lot of problems in it as obvious as anybody can be from just watching the news uh, one time, once a week even. You know, I don't, I'm not a person that checks on the news every day, and um, I probably check it every other day. But I know the, the brokenness in the world from from just the, the life uh, the life that I live and, and the pain that I experience. So when I think about this uh, this experience of ministering, you know, what is, what is this person's story? I think that's all often what what Jesus is is trying to do when when he ministers to people. And I think about Jesus saying, "Do not judge or you too will be judged, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured against you." So why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and not pay attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your own eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So I can spend a lot of time in my ministry to homeless people with having a plank in my own eye and not seeing the speck of sawdust in my brother's eye or in my sister's eye. I can spend a lot of time thinking that I have the answers, thinking that I know how to judge the situation correctly, but oftentimes I still have that plank in my eye. So how do I remove that plank I think that's what I'm processing today. I think there's obviously things in my uh, spiritual life where I could spend more time in the Word, spend more time listening to sermons, more time trying to be a disciple of Jesus through learning, through Scripture, through communication, through small groups, through church, through having authentic Christian relationships with men and women in my own community. And that's really what what shapes us. We're all disciples to somebody, or probably somebodies. Um, I try to be a disciple of 
of Christ and follow Christ. But I do know that people like my dad, people like my minister Gary, uh, current people in my life today are people that you know that I follow, and I try to follow them as the, as they follow Jesus. And so, part of having the plank removed from my eye is the ability to listen to other people and, and the ability to follow the to be obedient to to God's word and and God's message. And I think that that's just something that I'm just processing as I give, you know, that small example of of a story in my life where I think about the brokenness. I have that memory and that experience that kind of defines brokenness. Homelessness is just one of the broken aspects of the world that that I'm a part of and that that I see on an everyday basis since, you know, since that's my my current career. But there's other brokenness, whether it's in schools, whether it's in churches, whether it's in just the non-profit world or the for-profit world, wherever you work, maybe you see it in, in your, your own family. I certainly see brokenness in my own family. And so however you see brokenness and however you see you know what what would be the the speck of sawdust in other people's eyes how what are you doing about the plank in your in your own eye as as Jesus preaches uh, to people in in this story and I just have to think about my own life what are, what are the planks in my own life how am I maybe not listening to others how am I uh, being too judgmental of others how am I letting arrogance or pride get in the way of others? And I, I can't think of any lesson that I need to to hear um, more these days when I think about the current ministry that I'm in. Because I think that when you when you have a job, when you when you have money, when you have a house, when you have a marriage and you see people that don't have any of those things, it's so easy to be um, judgmental because they don't, the guys I work with don't have anything to maybe cover up their brokenness. I can cover up my brokenness by, you know, by spending money or, or watching movies or just doing a, a number of, of, of things. And I think they can maybe cover up their brokenness as well, but it's not easy. It's not as easy to do uh, in the world that they live in because people look at them and, and think they're broken already, whereas people look at me and might think I have it all together. And so that that is just something that is such a, a battle and a struggle in my in my own life currently. And I just think about the the work and in, in ministry that that I try to do. I ask you to uh, pray for me at, at my work if you if you think of it it's often challenging and I also often need to be encouraged I can get pretty discouraged and I do know that I have a lot of good co-workers like going back to that example I have a I had a co-worker who asked me how I was doing after I got done talking to this gentleman and came back inside and he could tell that I was emotional that I was at the point of tears, he could tell that I was hurting. And he just said, you know, sometimes you have to walk away from those situations. Sometimes maybe you need to leave earlier and just keep in mind, you know, whatever he's going through today and just, you know, 
whatever whatever he's in you know he's he's bringing his own part of of this it's not it's not you it's not your fault uh you're there to serve and and that's going to happen so sometimes when you're a peacemaker it often means that you feel very uh you fear various amount of chaos in your own life when you're the peacemaker and sometimes when you're the person serving others that you might feel how much sacrifice and how difficult it is to serve others because serving others is is really all about sacrifice and when you're feeling judged just keep in mind of oh i judge other people too and that's what this feels like so i just think it's important to be to be humble obviously i was very humbled from from that experience and very humbled when i when i read the words of jesus and I do think Jesus was ultimately a, a peacemaker, but you look at his life and how many people did not like what Jesus had to say, and that is a good example of, of what being a peacemaker or what being a servant is all about. Jesus really served others, and that's a good good message to me that, hey, not everybody liked him, and I certainly experience that from time to time and I'm guessing you experience that from time to time as well in your life. So I appreciate you listening to a short little example there of ministry to uh, uh, the